0: Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. Thank you for giving me your time week after week and choosing to listen to our podcast where I know you have a lot of options, but you decided to give me your time and your attention and I want to show you my appreciation. Today, you're going to have a little treat because I just finished recorded a session for our newest program called The Unstoppable Eventrepreneur, The Empire Builders. And this module is all about building a team. The recording that you're going to be hearing in this episode is what I just finished recording for this particular module where I talk about the mindset about hiring a team the ins and outs, and the things that you need to think about when hiring a team, why you need to hire a team, and when you shouldn't hire a team. So enjoy this episode and don't forget to give me a review or rating so we know what we can do better to serve you. Building a team initially may sound like a very scary idea. When you started your events business, you started it based on passion, right? A lot of times, I would say almost 99% of us, we started it based on passion, based on people telling us or we noticing that we have the talent and the passion to to do beautiful events, to plan, to decorate, to design beautiful events. We were not thinking so far ahead about building a team, building an empire. We were just happy (laughs) doing what we wanted doing what we we want to do, helping clients, helping helping to put beautiful events together and and people being happy. That has always been the main motivation. And we, we like to see all the little pieces all come together and make a beautiful event, correct? So building a team is probably the last thing on the mind because if you have been able to build the business just by yourself, and you have been getting momentum. It's doing great. It's creating five figure income for you. You know, even though it's not a lot of money, but it's 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 fueling the side hustle. And even as a full time, and you're able to to get certain momentum that you're quite happy. Okay. So if you you're thinking that oh, if I'm able to do it all by myself, why do I want to build a team? So, I am in both positions and I want to address that. I want to address about building a team. Okay? It is it is interesting that I'm putting together this module about building a team when I am I am I have my feet in both ways of building a business. So, events for anyone has a team. M2 hospitality has a team as well but it's not necessarily a um, a full-time employee, whereas events for anyone, I have full-time employee. So when I was growing M2, I wasn't thinking so much about growing a team, even now that, you know, we are multiple six-figure profit company and we do over millions in sales, okay? And my cost is very low, which is why I'm able to hit the six-figure profit relatively easy. It's... I was, you know, I this mindset. Like I don't want to, I don't want to have to manage a team when I was in in, in corporate. I manage a huge team, like a lot of people. And I don't want to have the headache of managing a team, especially now that I am I own the business myself. You know, team comes with a lot of trouble. <laughs> okay. Team comes with a lot of trouble, which is I have to manage different personality and also, you know, being the being the leader, and I have to answer to people's livelihood because I got to be able to pay them. So there's this extra financial pressure that I need to make enough business in order to pay the team, in order to pay the employee, correct? So it's all unnecessary pressure pressure and stress that we put onto ourselves if we decide to build a team, right? So some of you may resonate with that. And it is the reason why you're still a one-person show, one-man show, one-woman show. There's no right or wrong to this business model because I can tell you because I have another business model which is all about team. So over here for M2 Hospitality, my team is just me, myself, and I, okay? But when I need help for certain things, like social media, like having a VA to help me to do... um to do um, some of the admin work that I don't have time to do. Okay, send out proposal, do my contracts, calling up some vendors and also operations because I can have three, four events happening at the same day and same time, but I can be everywhere and they're all nationwide. So so we're not even talking about having the same event, uh, having two events or three events in the same city that I am living at, but they are all over the country and, and I can't be flying to all these different places. So I have a um, my local contact whom I have built up a relationship with, right, my network of people who can execute those events for me. And I don't have to be there, but yet I still make the money and then I pay what whatever money I made, I pay a certain amount to the person who's helping me, okay, on-site. But they're all contractors. They are, none of them are full-time employees. And I made it that way. And I got to be very, very careful because in you know, we don't want to break the labor law, which is when you have a contractor and an employee, you can't expect the contractor to do the responsibility and to report to you with the type of rigidness as an employer-employee relationship. Okay, so I have to be very careful about that. And so do you when you decide to build your team. Okay, so so I built M2 Hospitality into where we are today, which is, you know, a self-generating, you know, pretty, pretty stable business. And now I'm focusing on growing the business with a different niche because the fundamental part of the business has already been built over the years. So so now I decided that this is the business model that I like. Okay, I don't want to have a full-time employee. I don't have I don't want to have to to do um to put a post on that I'm hiring. I don't want to have to do performance appraisal. I don't want to have to do a compensation package. I want to be able to pay someone per project, per per event and I I hire my contractors based on my connection, based on referrals. So so I don't have to go through the the um, corporate way of building a team. I like the way it is. And you know, of course, I can make so much more money if I have more than me selling, right? But I'm okay. However, however, I'm operating M2 because my contractors, when they execute the event for me, they do such a great job because I'm very careful about who I work with and who I decide to hire to do my events. They do such a great job. My clients will continue the event with me, so I have repeat clients, right? So I just have to focus on keep on building the pipeline. So that's what I do. I focus my time on building the pipeline. So I create new clients and they continue to service my clients, my contractors. That's my business model. And, and um, how do I make a lot of money based on that? I charge a lot of money, right? I charge a lot of money. So I don't have to have 10 clients. I only have need to have like three clients in order to make the money that 10 clients will give to me. And that's the business model that I choose. And there's no right or wrong, but that's how I want to build M2, right? It may evolve, it may change. We don't know. I'm open to all possibilities and so should you. Now, when it comes to when it comes to um, uh, events for anyone, completely different approach. I want to build a team. Eventually, I will have a very, very big team. So right now I have one full-time employee who is a salesperson. And then I have a contracted social media manager and I have contracted um, launch support when I do my workshop. So these people are my concierge and they nurture my members inside the Facebook group. All those are contracted positions except the sales position. I also have coaches who, who work um, six hours for me in a month and they're contracted as well. So, why do I decide to build this business this way? because I see the vision of events for anyone where I will be servicing a lot of people at one time, 30, 40, 50 people, and I can't do it all. I can't do it all because when you have a lot of clients that is fulfillment, you can't just have them um, buy buy into your your service and then there's no fulfillment. If I decide to grow M2, where I have multiple locations, multiple salesperson, then the business model will be very similar to events for anyone where I have more than one person selling, where I have more than just a handful of contractors. I will have full-time employees who is able to take on five to eight events per person. So the business model will be very, very different. So whatever I'm teaching you in terms of the business model, the organization chart, okay, the mindset about building a team is applicable regardless whether you are, whatever business you are in. But first, we need to shift the mindset about building a team, which is do not let the word team scare you because immediately when you think about team, you think about expense, you think about all these things you have to do with the back end, the trouble of having to hire, especially you have been in corporate and you're in a management role where you have been through all this hiring process, hiring process, selection process, offering the letter, and then they don't accept the the offer. You have to go through the whole process again. And then, they, and then for those people that you hire and then it came in, it became the wrong hire and then you have to, you know, let them go and you have to, and then, you know, you have to do the performance appraisal, you have to give feedback, you have to give training, onboarding, and you have to create SOP. All these things sounds very scary and sounds very time-consuming. So why do you want to build a team, right? (laughs) So why do you want to do that when you're doing well as a one-person show, like a one-woman show? What I want to focus on here about this mindset about about um team is you have to look at the big vision what is the big vision of your company is the big vision having multiple locations having to do events all around the country or do you only want to do events all by yourself which is like how i built m2 and um you want to book, do events only in your city within driving distance or it's just you doing every single event and then you charge a lot of money so it goes back to your business structure but do not let team scares you because you will you know you will learn okay as the business evolve the expenses of a team you will know how to manage if you do it well which is why i created this module building a team. You got to know what are the roles you need to fill in. You have to know the responsibility. You got to know what is a compen- a fair compensation package and what are the things that will attract people, your employee value proposition. Okay. So um, EVP, employee value proposition. And you have to decide all that. And it's not it, you know, it may come as your business evolves. It's not something that you think of on day one when you write your business plan because you may not reach that level of thinking or CEO thinking, but now you're at the level up-leveling to a CEO thinking. You have to think about, if I don't have a team, how can I get to where I want to be financially and my CEO lifestyle? If I do have a team, what are the things I need to have in place? And I think a lot of times it's not just the work that is required to hire, to train, to evaluate and and, and, and also the financial responsibility. It's it, It's a combination. They do not just live by itself. But I would say if we have to pick, it's probably the financial obligation that scares you a lot more than anything. That, oh my God, now I used to make all this money and I keep it, in my own pocket, but now I have to share the money. I have to pay labor, okay? I have to pay labor. So now I end up making less. And this is something that I want you to pay attention to. So team, team is not a cost center. If you know how to monetize your team, you know how to calculate the return on investment when you build a team and i'm going to be very honest with you it is not a simple process it is a process that happens all the time it's not one time and done and you will hire the wrong people okay you will hire the wrong people it's just part of the process you know sometimes you have to hire the wrong people to know what what you really want right sometimes it's not like you dated the first guy and you married that first guy. If you if you did, congratulations. But we went through the, we went through a few lessons in love. That's when we realized that oh my god, these are the things that I will not compromise. These are the things it's a must have. So it's the same thing when you're hiring a team that you may find people initially that you think you like, and then they may do a very very good talk. Okay. So they 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 do they do a great presentation and you build the no-line and trust with each other. And then when they come on the job, oh my god, what happened? Did you like this person completely changed the personality? So it's a lot of heartache, okay? And you will have to come to a point sometimes that you have to say goodbye to someone that you really love when you hire somebody else, you, you really love, but then they do not perform and you have to say bye-bye to this person, and then you know, emotions get involved, it gets ugly. All this will happen. I want to prep you. That's why this is called the mindset about building a team, okay? So so I want to prepare you for that. But when you find your A-team, when you find your A-team who, who are the people who believe in your brand, who believe in your mission, who believe in your values, who believe in what you do, who truly, truly embody you, okay? you, your brand, and they become part of you, a representation of you, you got your A-team. There's your A-team over there. And you got to do whatever you need in order to keep your A-team. And one of it is compensation. Okay, when you got your A-team, everything is going to go so smooth, the money will come. So you don't have to worry about the finance. But the mindset about hiring, about building a team is where am I going to get that money? Where am I going to get the money to pay this person? Okay. So, all when I'm breaking down all this module inside this building a team, I will repeat some of the things I'm talking about here, but I'm just going to give you a general idea what it's like when you're building a team. Okay. You got to look at your finances. Can you afford this person? First and foremost, even before you say, Can I afford this person? You have to ask yourself, okay, you have to ask yourself, um, Why do I need this person? So you've got to identify the roles of the people that you want to hire. What exactly would they be doing? And by hiring them, how is that going to benefit me? Does it give me peace, peace, and joy? Does it give me time, freedom of time so I can do something else? You have to ask yourself that, right? Am I uh is, is this person able to do the job better than me? Okay, or free up my time so that I can do something else. So you want to be very clear, very, very clear about what is the role of this person that you're going to hire, okay? And then you're going to go find out how much does this person cost? What is the market rate for this person? And market rate, you know, it's a false data, okay? I have got people who is super talented but undercharging. So they, they don't require a lot of money. And then I have people who is super underqualified but then they want a lot of money. So it's good to know the market rate but you also understand i want you to understand when you hire someone it is not your responsibility to support the lifestyle of the person that you want to hire okay i have to say many 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 times to myself and to the people that i'm coaching it is not your responsibility to pay the salary to support the lifestyle of the person that you want to hire it is their choice to decide if they want to work with you okay and a lot of times a great a great candidate when I say great, that means they embody your brand, your your culture, your vision, your mission, your values, okay? And they're aiming at the same bull's eye as you. When you find this potential candidate, sometimes, okay, sometimes money is not the main motivator for them. You got to pay a fair compensation where at least they can have savings and pay for their living. But they will join your team because they just want to be in your inner circle Because they aspire to be you. Because they aspire to be in your movement. Okay? In your movement. So when you are building a team, you're building a movement. A movement of people who supports you. Your mission. Your vision. Your team culture. Your value. What you are. The impact that you're giving to your clients. Creating a beautiful event. But not just an event. But the experience. They totally embody the experience that you're trying to give to your clients. So you are hiring somebody who is above just making money, okay? So you have to know, you have to know what you want and what you need. And then when you build a team, again, there will be mistakes made. But do not let that deter you because your person will be out there if you're patient if you're true to yourself and you're not hiring in need, okay? You never want to hire in need. You always want to be constantly be looking, constantly be looking so that you already have people in mind that you want to talk to. And then when the opportunity comes, when you see it coming, you already start having the conversation. You do not want to recruit and hire when you have to. So that's when mistakes happen. And you also want to plan financially, okay, three to six months out, whether you can support this person at least for three to six months, your finance. I didn't hire my first salesperson full-time until this person worked with me as a contractor for over a year, okay? Over a year, I didn't have much control over her sales effort, but I gave her the matrix, you know, like I I told her my expectation. So after working together for one whole year as a contractor, I decided to give her a full-time position. But by then, I already know that my bank account is able to support the business expense, which includes my salary and her salary, okay, plus all the other contractor positions, salary, or, uh, project fees that I can at least maintain for three months, which leaves me more time three months to go make more money so that I can keep on building my capital, okay? So you, you, as a CEO of your business, got to know your finance in order to build your team, right? But ultimately, ultimately, you need to know how to measure the return on investment for every single labor that you hire. You've got to be an intentional hire. It's not a hire because you want to be lazy. You want to free more time to, to live your CEO lifestyle, which is fine. But there needs to be a good balance. Okay, there needs to be a good balance. You want to be able to, to um, lead the company, lead the company as the leader that you should be so that the business becomes self, self-fulfilling because you have trained these people to run the business, like how you want to run it because they're basically like a lot of you mini you. They're like mini you. So, but with their own set of talents and their own set of thoughts and opinions. So you are able to, to trust them to run the business. And that's what we call, you have already we get to a level that you, you can be the true CEO and just look from outside in and not be inside working. Okay? So the mindset in sum, in summary, the mindset of, of, of hiring and building a team is do not fear. And also know that nobody is going to do it exactly like how you want it to be done. They have their own version of how the job needs to be done. They have the guidelines, but be open to listening. Be open to your team's feedback. Provide a nurturing environment so that they can thrive Okay, they can try delegate, but verify. I always say delegate, but verify so that they can contribute to the company that in ways that you don't even know it's possible. Okay, keep an open mind when you are building a team and do not, when you're building a business, I would say keep an open mind because you never know how the business will evolve to a point that you may want to build a team or you may not want to build a team. Just keep your your mind open keep your options open and then, and then you will make the best decision when you don't say that I'm going to do this or do this because you never know because your business numbers are going to determine whether it makes sense the, and your business structure is going to determine whether it makes sense or not. Okay? But in summary, again, one more time, building a team is not scary. It takes time. It's going to come with a lot of work It's going to time with a lot of commitment. But these are the things that a CEO will do as the initial investment of time and money so that they find the right people to build the company based on the vision of the CEO. Okay, again, the vision of the CEO may evolve with time. So don't say that, no, I don't want a team and don't say, yes, I absolutely want a team, okay? You have to keep your options open and as the business grows, your idea of a CEO lifestyle and the idea of how much money you want to make may change. Your priorities may change. That's when you can consider, do I want a team or do not want a team? But do not say no to a team immediately because of all the initial investment of money, you know, sweat and effort, all that. All right. It's all going to be worth it. Okay. It's all, it's all worth it. All right. So just have, stay, stay on course, have faith and make the decision based on business sense as in know your numbers, but also look at the bigger vision of your company. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.